0: Coming up on today's Locked On Senators, it's almost hockey season. You can tell because the Sens plex is filled with NHLers. And now that
1: includes the Sens' newest sniper, Vladimir Tarasenko. And as a hashtag goalie friendly show, we want to have the discussion. How should the Ottawa Senators honor Craig Anderson?
0: And D, and D, that debate and more. This is the Locked On Senators podcast. It's your team every day.
1: Welcome
0: inside episode 858 of the Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Alongside Brandon Pillar up in the Blue Mountains, today's episode is brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook. It's the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started today. Want to remind you, you can also find Locked On Senators wherever you get your podcasts. We are also free and available on YouTube. Please like and subscribe. You can also follow the show on social media at Send Central on Twitter. Today is Friday, August 18th And Pilsy. I was not prepared to see Vladimir Tarasenko in the nation's capital almost a month before training camp.
1: I mean, it was surprising, but not shocking for me, Ross. I think... This culture that the Ottawa Senators are building, and we saw it last year where players were like, hey, look, we don't want to force anyone to come early, but we kind of feel like we want to get the guys together early, start building some chemistry, especially last season. There was a lot of new players similar to this season. Start getting guys uh, acclimated with each other. Start getting used to the area. If you got family, get your kids in the new house, get everyone ready for school a couple weeks early. And I just think it's a good idea to... Have everyone be here and not kind of like, you know, arrive on October 13th, the night of or whatever, and then just be ready to hit the ice and get, get to work then. I think it's great that people want to be in Ottawa and hey, Ottawa's a beautiful spot in the summer. Why wouldn't you want to be there?
0: No, no doubt. And I, I laugh because it's almost like, you know, I feel like a lot of average Joes, myself included, like when we take vacation, we come back like the night before work starts. Like you get oh, yeah. the latest flight home and then you're like, okay, wake up, wash your face, okay, it's time to get to work. But to be here and, and putting in work in the off season like Tarasenko is here, we'll we'll pull up some. Thanks to the Ottawa Senators on Instagram uh, for putting out. Uh, it, it wasn't only – Vladimir Tarasenko, actually, we could do a little tease here while I pull it up. Next week, Tony Greco, who a lot of people in the Ottawa area will be familiar with, is going to join the show. And he was the one who, I don't know if leak is the right word, not that it was a surprise, but he's been working out with Tyler Clevin this offseason as well. So I did find that interesting that the K-Train is putting in some extra reps in Ottawa. And we'll actually start it out with that photo, Tyler Clevin on the ice with the Ottawa Senators practice facility. Looking good. He looks real good. And Scott Wheeler's article in the Athletic uh, Prospects, he was wrong about. It's a yearly tradition that he's got a senator on there. At first, <laughs> it was Tim Stutzla in 2020. Then it was Jake Sanderson in 2021. And now here in 2020, I forget. I think last year was actually Johnny Tyconic, but for all the wrong reasons. He had Tyconic mm. at like 16th on his, on his uh, pre-draft list. But he had Tyler Clevin there saying, you know what? There's still players that he would have taken before him. Brock Faber went one pick after. I mean, fair. Fair. Yeah. fair? Different type of players for sure, but, man, I'm excited to see what Tyler Clevin can do. That to say, let's roll through these photos. Vladimir Tarasenko, great to see Anton Forsberg.
1: Yeah, that's the one I was happiest to see, Ross, is Forsberg on the ice, getting ready to go.
0: Yes. Knees looking good down Knees look buttercup. great. <laughs> hey, it's not like they're like, hey, you, you're now a
1: stand-up goalie. <laughs> yeah, you need to adopt Craig Anderson's stand-up hybrid style Forsberg.
0: Oh yeah, Vladdy, looking good. Couple smiles there for the kid as we'll fly back here. Yeah, great to see, and and we always see on Twitter, lots of people are down at the rig making it uh, a priority to get some great photos. This and that. There's Tyler Boucher, a four-time recurring guest on Locked On Senders. We're cheering for him to have a great start to his yep. pro career. Uh, there's the K train as well, Anton Forsberg, and Bang, Vladdy Tarasenko, and no, that's not Eric Carlson in the background. He's I was gonna say, yo Traded in the teal for blue. No, oh, well, it makes me blue seeing it, but the uh, yellow and black of the Pittsburgh Penguins. So Vladimir Tarasenko is here, and I'm ready to put him on the top line. Like I know that we've kind of alternated who we think he could play with. I feel like we both kind of settled in on Stutzlin Kachuk being the best bet, especially after hearing DJ Smith-Bilsey talk about how both Batherson and Giroux have offered to play left wing.
1: Yeah, I, I really, I've got it in Penrose, that top line of Brady, Timmy and uh, Vlad. I think that's going to be a great line. And then the second line, get Claude Giroux on that left side. We've talked about it. He had success there in Philly and then get him with Norris and Batherson. I, I don't like the idea of Batherson moving to left wing. I don't think that would be, uh, you know, it, it's good that he's offered to do that, but I don't think that would be putting him in a position to succeed.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Plenty of time to discuss line combinations. Right now, we're holding off, discussing the power play, the penalty kill, and we're waiting for the line combinations until the Sens are cap compliant and until Shane Pinto is signed. I saw Ian Mendez had an article in The Athletic today discussing comparables for not only Shane Pinto, but for others who are in this same realm the first overall pick from 2020 doesn't have a contract right now alexi lafreniere trevor zegris doesn't have a contract jamie drysdale the anaheim ducks have to be busy right now evan bouchard is another one so there's there's a lot of moving parts with the um with the rfa market right now but they're still just just trying to fit it all in so we'll see what is the move uh the evolving hockey projection puts him on a two-year contract at 1.78 million cap hit which i think is pretty fair yeah i think it should either be a one-year deal or pushing up through arbitration let the one-year deal like we talked about last time we had the debate where it's like okay the kevin lebanque style yeah. other guys uh ryan mcleod did the same thing last year where their team's in a bit of a pickle. They don't have the leverage because they haven't either they've either been injured for a majority of their contract, like Shane Pinto, or and they burned a year like Shane Pinto did. So it's really kind of it's tough. It's it's a twofer for the people with Shane Pinto's injury or with Shane Pinto's unavailability throughout this entry-level contract. So I think it could almost be a good thing for him. Play one season and then be like, hey. Take that 1.7 and let's up that to 2.2, 2.3 if I show what I know I'm capable of.
1: Yeah, and I think Shane Pinto is worth more than 1.7. But if you're looking at comparable contracts and kind of how similar players like him are structured and progress, I think if you're doing one or two years at that dollar amount, I I think that's fair. And that's the Sens using their leverage at a time when when they have the power. So I would like to see something like that gotta get him to training camp yeah that's so crucial especially ross like a major storyline of last season was bottom six can't get any scoring now you got kubalik who i've got as kind of the i was about to say driver of that third line but that's not the Uh right word the offensive power of that third line the gas pedal of the third line or or a finisher I'll, i'll put it that way that's that's the way i want to put it the finisher of a third line and I really want Shane Pinto to start getting chemistry with him and whoever is going to be the right winger on that line cuz that's going to be a big key for the Ottawa Senators to have success. That bottom six needs to do better and it's a low bar they need to jump over, but Shane Pinto he he's kind of the is nucleus the right word I'm looking for like he's the center of it all as as the third line center. So if if he's not ready to go, if he's not gaining chemistry and and uh Kubalik is kind of warming up with I don't know, like Ridley Gregg or, or someone that's money kind of aside, but can they fit them all in? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't want him getting ready and getting used to playing with players he's ultimately not going to play with. It seems kind of like a waste of time. So,
0: no, completely agree. But as from the team perspective, that's where they can dangle like, hey, do you want Ridley Gregg to take that spot if you're not there day one of training camp? What if he does well? Now yep. we have a conundrum on our hands here. If I, I just hope he's at training camp day one let us know your thoughts in the comments on youtube love getting to those i gotta get back to replying to them i feel like i'm finally over the wedding hangover and it's <laughs> not it's not an alcohol hangover it's just like every muscle
1: in my body is sore yeah I, I you, my brain muscle from, <laughs>
0: from planning
1: and you no longer uh, wake up dead in the middle of the night being like what flowers are we putting on the centerpiece we, we certainly didn't have a lack of flowers. Hey, no, there was not a lack of flowers. That's for damn sure.
0: <laughs> quick, quick story. I just had a laugh at this. We were talking about this morning. Uh, one of the band members is like like kind of sniffing around after they were they were packing up at the end of the night. And he's like, these are really nice flowers. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, like you, you can take some if you want. And I go do something. I come back and he's
1: got like, uh, a trolley <laughs> and, he's, <laughs>
0: and he's got like six or seven bouquets
1: on he's like backing a truck up like all right let's go <laughs> yeah
0: yeah exactly but man they deserve whatever tip they needed they were unreal so okay you know who else was unreal getting back on the rails craig anderson come on the best goalie in franchise history or greatest i should say with the ottawa senators but how do you honor Craig Anderson, we'll have that conversation next. You're listening to Locked On Senators.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel guys. They are the trusted online sports book of the Locked On Podcast Network. And did I mention they're also North America's number 1 sports book? Why would you go anywhere else but the best place for online sports betting? I don't know. That's a that's a wild thing to do, to even attempt to try other spots because FanDuel is my favorite app. It's safe, simple, secure, easy to use. And if you're new to sports betting or new to FanDuel, this is the time to join because you can take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to 200 bucks. So, math guy, $20. You'll land $200 in bonus bets. Here's the kicker win or lose. That's the FanDuel way. You can get started with that by signing up at fanduel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball.
0: Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at Shawarma Palace. Visit any of Shawarma Palace's seven locations in Ottawa today and get fuel filled. That's fulfilled full of fuel because it's fresh ingredients at Shawarma Palace. The platter comes with everything you could imagine and then some. They've got the hummus with the perfect little olive oil volcano in the middle. They put the cayenne pepper, the paprika on there, and they've got the fresh salad on the side. They've got the fresh pita they give you as well. They've got a bed of beautiful rice with fresh chicken, rotisserie, shawarma chicken right on there as well. Don't forget the garlic potatoes I wouldn't either. It's the best meal in Ottawa. Affordable, delicious, always enough for leftovers as well. Or you can be a quickie in and out, grab the wrap, and you can literally eat it on the go. So delicious. They make sure to press that nice grill. There's literally nothing like it. So go try them at any of their seven locations. I'm talking about downtown, Sailor Ross Shopping Center, Carleton University campus, and exclusively online at Uber Eat. So go eat like a royal today. Go eat. At Shawarma Palace. It's the number one spot for Shawarma in Ottawa, in Canada, and around the world. All right, Pillsy. Before we get to our conversation on Craig Anderson... Uh, Some sad news out of Buffalo, where Craig Anderson played last year. Uh, We just want to say thoughts and prayers are with the family of Rick Generette, who uh, blessed hockey fans across the world for years and years and years as one of the most iconic play-by-play voices of all time. I know you were a Buffalo Sabres fan way back when, Pilsy with the Dominic Hassick days. Is there one moment maybe that stands out for you from Rick Jennerette's Hall of Fame career?
1: Yeah, f- first off, uh, really sad news. Uh, as as you said, one of the most iconic hockey sports broadcasters, even sports broadcasters, like his voice is just so legendary. He had done it for, uh, I don't even know how long, but decades. Uh, and was a cl- like, when you thought Buffalo Sabres, you thought of uh, him, that's for sure. Uh, not one... Necessarily about the Hasik days, but the uh, the classic is the the Mayday call. I mean, that's just so classic, uh, Mayday, Mayday. Like uh, that one, I'll always remember. So he's actually Canadian too. I,
0: I didn't. Know oh, that. I didn't know that. From Saint Catharines, Ontario, and right
1: around uh, the corner from Buffalo.
0: Play by play voice for the Buffalo Sabers for fifty one. Yeah. Oh my god! Years he started during the team's second season. In wow. Seventy-one, seventy-two, 72 Amazing.
1: That's incredible. Yeah.
0: And there's a lot of clips. The Mayday one, of course, is, is the one that's really going around right now, as it should. But I would implore everyone to go check out the – there's a, a multitude of ones. One of them, the Brian Campbell hit on RJ Umberger, one of the biggest hits Ooh. in yeah. history in overtime. And the other one is – no, don't don't do the one – of Jason Pollenville going around Alfie. Don't do it. But there is one of Rick Jenneret calling the brawl between the Sens and Sabres. and Yeah. Iconic.
1: That's that's one, Ross, where uh, I'll uh, watch the away broadcast of that from time to time just to hear uh, his classic take on it.
0: Yeah. So uh, rest in peace, Rick Jenneret. He was Absolutely. 81 years old, and uh, he'd been battling uh, multiple organ failures for the last uh, couple of years. Um, may he rest in peace. Um to the Buffalo Sabres. I mean, that's where Craig Anderson played last season, but Craig Anderson, when you think of Craig Anderson, you think of Ottawa senators, right? You think of the guy who came in and really ruined a tank. He <laughs> ruined the tank. He did Twenty eleven. Like we were, we were looking at Gabe Landis We were looking at Nugent Hopkins. Who could we get in that top three? Ultimately? I mean, they get me because of Banjo. I do a redraft. He probably goes higher than six, but at the same token, you also found your goalie for the next decade. So, how do you honor a decade of? I, I want to. Is it fair to say brilliance? This guy
1: was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it certainly is fair to say brilliance. Yes.
0: You look at in 400 plus games with the Ottawa Senators, Craig Anderson had a 914 save percentage. And I want to say that was closer to 918 before the defense just disintegrated in front of him for the last two seasons. He was in Ottawa the last three seasons. He was in Ottawa. His save percentage was nine Oh one. And before that, it was incredible. He almost won the Vesna. He finished fourth in Vesna voting in yep. 2013. Like I'm, I'm moving the needle on where I thought I was going to go because I used to be a hardo on the fact that a retired number needs to be like the best of the best. If it were up to me, Daniel Alfredson would be the only number retired. Agreed. But once you open the door to Chris Neal and Chris Phillips, both played over a thousand games. I think it's fair to assume that for a goalie, it would be 500 games would be looked at as a thousand games. And if you add the 40 playoff games that Craig Anderson played for Ottawa, that's 475 games. And then you add how Ottawa has not been able to find a starting goalie since he left. I think that's made me appreciate Craig Anderson even more, knowing that every night you could pencil in forty-one as your starting goalie.
1: Yeah, it was, and like you talk about it, Ross. The last couple of years, there was a terrible defense in front of him, but the Ottawa Senators had not a, not a very good defense for pretty much Craig Anderson's entire career, and it was one of those things where. You didn't really care that their defense wasn't that bad, honestly, Ross. I think it might have been beneficial to Craig Anderson that their defense was bad. He was one of those goalies where, like, he thrived on forty-plus shot games. Like, he loved that. He he excelled when it was two-on-ones or absolute chaos in front of the net. Now wrap rounds, maybe not not as not his best spot, and teams started to pick up on that. But for a guy that was one of the last. Standing stand-up style goalies in the NHL. Like it's just not a thing anymore. And it it's a beautiful way to play the game. Maybe not the most efficient, but it, it's a lot of fun to watch. And all you need to do, if you need convincing that he should have his jersey retired, is go to hockey reference and go to the Ottawa Senators, uh career historic leaders. And Craig Anderson's name is on almost every single category in goaltending other than uh patrick lalim takes the cake in goals against average and shutouts but craig anderson believe it or not is uh right there in those lists as well shutouts Laleem has 30 and he had 28 so he's right there um
0: well i a 908 save percentage versus 914
1: yeah so so that's fair there, but Ross, I I'm with you here. It's it's funny how both of us have kind of changed our tunes here because we had this conversation a little while ago. I forget exactly when, but both of us were like, "Hey, we love Andy hashtag goalie friendly show," but like, I think Ring of Honor is the right spot for him. But now I'm changing my tune, and I, it's because I'm look I'm trying to do more comparables, and the one that really hit, and um, obviously the Buffalo Sabers are um, big in the news today, is Ryan Miller just had his jersey retired by the Buffalo Sabres in January of this year and they're pretty much the exact same story just in two different cities. Miller played 11 seasons in Buffalo I believe, so similar to Andy, sure, neither of them won a cup in that city, but they had playoff success. They were the they were the guy for their teams for a decade and that made me start to think, hey, if the if the Sabres go in that direction, it makes so much sense for the sends too as well. And the thing is, when you look at those historical uh, leader categories, Ross, other than the two I mentioned where the lean takes uh, the cake there, a lot of them, no one else is even close. Like when you start looking at saves, when you start looking at minutes played, when you start looking at games played, when you start looking at wins, like all these things, uh, Craig Anderson is just so much above anyone. And like,
0: well, playoffs, especially. You look at. Playoffs, saves. especially. Um, Anderson played one less playoff game than Patrick Laleem and made over 200 more saves. Oh, man. That's wild. Oh, 1,199 gosh. saves. And oh my gosh, that actually hurts my feelings. So, okay. Can I say something? Uh oh. People get mad at? Yeah, do it. If he stops that Kunitz flutter puck. That's 1,200 playoff saves. Oh.
1: Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Why'd you have to do it, Ross? I don't know. um,
0: uh, We're going to do a ring of honor of uh, Sen's villains coming up soon. So um, whoever has one, one, that's, that's an easy pick. Hey, does it change your opinion at all, at all, that 41 isn't really a popular number? There's only four players that have ever worn it in Sen's history as well.
1: Yeah, if anything, it boosts my opinion to retire his number. Because if you look at anyone else wearing 41, it's like, hey, what are you doing? That's that's Andy's number. Oh, it's Jonathan Chichu's number. Come on. Yes, Chichu.
0: Chichu. Yeah, Um, I I don't think I could even, like, I have no memories of Alexander Nikulin or Thomas Malik. 2007, 2008, those guys wore 41.
1: That's it. Yeah, I, I I think it would be the right thing to do. Uh, And you got to get a goalie in the mix of uh, being honored here. Come on.
0: Yeah. Well, I wonder if our friend Laleem's Martian would prefer Patty Lalim's number to go up there. No, come on. No, I don't think so either. I, I just think that what Craig Anderson brought in. I mean, look, 2015, the Hamburglar was all the craze. They had to start him in the playoffs. But have you ever seen a stat line like Craig Anderson's 2015 playoffs, Pilsy? This is one of the most impressive things I've ever seen coming in cold. Okay. He played four games. He had a 972 save percentage and a 0.79, 0.97 goals against average. And they went two and two. Wow. (laughs) He had a goals against average under one in four games and, they won 50% of those games.
1: Like, what? That's so wild. Yeah. And if we're talking about Craig Anderson's stats, the 2012 2013 season, that was the shortened season, right? Correct. 24 games, a 1.69 goals against, and a 0.941 save percentage. And then you look at the record, Ross, and it's not, it doesn't jump off the charts for you. It's 12, 9, and 2. So, like, this guy was doing everything, and uh, he wasn't exactly getting the goal support that uh, he deserved.
0: That was the pesky Sens year where they'd won 2 1, 1 0. That was all Andy and uh, and Alfie and Silverberg in the shootout. I think mm-hmm. got them like three or four wins that year. I remember one or two against New Jersey like that. I'm talking myself into it. And, and I wish we had someone here who was hard against it because I'd like to get that opinion as well. Whoa. And I want to hear that in the YouTube comments if people do disagree. But I think, like, I know we put up the poll and I'd like you to get to the I was going to say, yeah. But I would vote for Ring of Honor. But I'd be very happy if they retire
1: the jersey. Here's the thing, Ross, and I'll, I'll just flip it back to what, what we talked about. I think I agree. Daniel Alfredson really should be the only player that has his jersey retired. But with Chris Neal and Chris Phillips in there, and I, I believe they deserve that honor as well. Uh, but if that's how, how we're doing it, then I think Craig Anderson belongs in that group with those three. So I think that justifies. And then, yeah, the Ryan Miller example, I think that justifies him having his jersey retired. But um do you want to get to the poll now? Are you pulling it up? Yeah. So we talked about uh this on our Twitter at Sense Central, and the poll I don't want to say disagrees with us, but 336 votes, 23.8 percent says retire his jersey, 70. say ring of honor and 5.4 say neither so most people do kind of fall into the line where hey he needs to be honored like over what uh, math guy here 94% of people think that he should be honored thank you thank you and
0: saying neither is just egregious
1: yeah yeah that's 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 wild for me. Um, they all
0: became Sens fans when Matt
1: Murray got traded to Ottawa. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I remember the Ferguson years. Um, but I, I really think. Oh, nice typo on the hashtag. Go Sens, go! Also, Ross. I know.
0: Max. I thought. I thought about uh, deleting and reposting. I was like, oh, I got to put all three options in. Too, it's not worth it for one letter.
1: No, nope, no, we're we're not that serious about uh, our spelling. No. Not
0: <laughs> not grammar guys. Not math guys. No, I don't want you to put this tweet on a pedestal, though, Pillsy,
1: Please. Yeah, we would, we would never. It would be a personal favor to me if you switched uh, the spelling of that. Um, well, at least I got the Canadian version of honor, eh? Yeah. Good, good on you. Good on you, eh? Yeah. Uh, but, but the thing is, I look. I have only been to the Chris Neal jersey retirement game, Ross. You have hit every single jersey retirement game. So if yeah, they yeah, do retire his jersey. Think. I expect you to have a ticket and a flight ready to go. Except for Frank Finnegan's. I missed that one. Oh, true. You did miss Frank Finnegan's, but we'll let you slide on that one. Um, But those ceremonies are just so awesome. It's a great way to celebrate the franchise. And I, I was so emotional for Chris Neal's. Uh, jersey retirement I I didn't think that 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 was going to happen to me but once once he saw uh, Nealer start shedding a few tears I was like oh my god I if he can't keep it together neither can I here and I I just think I, I would love to see Craig Anderson be honored whether it's ring of honor whether it's a jersey retirement it doesn't really matter that much to me in the end it's just it sucks that they had such a weird, like with the COVID season ending, they didn't get to honor him as a Senator. And then sure he came back in Buffalo and they honored him, but it just wasn't the same. So I would like, uh, I think um, someone commented that they should do the Jose Bautista thing and sign him for a day as a Senator. I think it was Chris Sinclair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I think they should do that. Like he he needs to do the one day contract and have the whole day be about Andy and then be honored, whether it's Ring of Honor or Jersey retirement at a game. So that's what I want to see.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Let me ask you this as uh, as we move on from from Craig Anderson discussion, we want to hear from you in the comments on Twitter at Send Central and on YouTube locked on senators who meant more to the Ottawa senators, Craig Anderson or Wade Redden? I think that's where the conversation has to begin because
1: Wade Redden is in the ring of honor. I think that's an easy answer. It's Craig Anderson. But then, Ross, I'll throw this to you. Who meant more to the Ottawa Senators? Brian Murray or Craig Anderson? What number did Brian Murray wear? He, he wore a lot. I guess, yeah, you guarantee <laughs> Brian Murray's number. That's that's a good quick turnaround there. I thought I, I thought I had you stumped, but you got me on that one. His extension
0: number at the office would be the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Uh, I mean, Eugene Melnick has a banner. Yep. So why can't Craig Anderson? Okay, oh, let yes. us know in the comments as well, and I will circle a date. You heard it here first, if it is, but I noticed a little anomaly on the schedule. October, is it 28th? I should probably have the Which date. Which
1: day are you talking about here?
0: It's uh, when they play Buffalo. 24th. October 24th, did you
1: notice the game starts at 6.45? Ooh, huh, that is very interesting. Didn't Chris Neal's game start at 6.45 and it was also on a Tuesday? Interesting. Very interesting, huh?
0: Also interesting, what's going on with the home opener? We said we'd have tickets, what's the update on that? We'll get to it next. You're listening to Locked On Senators. Today's episode is brought to you by the Glebe Central Pub. You know, we love our friends at the Glebe Ooh. Central Pub. Let me take a look what's going on this week at the Glebe Central Pub. We know on Friday night, tonight, there is a very special watch party for Atletico Ottawa. And whether you like soccer or not, the vibes are unmatched when everybody is rooting together for the same cause. So that's going on Friday. We've also got Red Blacks football. Tomorrow at the Glebe Central Pub, make sure that you come in there. $8.25, Overflow rear view Pilsner. Great way to get the weekend going. And a and Dunn, August 26th, no cover, no minimum spend, but they're putting on a great live music show at the Glebe Central Pub. They also know the golf tournament's coming up soon. You can register there as well. So head over to theglebecentralpub.com and go check out all their specials at the Glebe Central Pub.
1: And, Ross, I want to do a menu shout-out for the Gleep Central Pub. This is something I love doing uh, when we do the ad reads. I'm looking at the cocktails here, and I was hoping I'd find it here, and I did. They have espresso martinis. I I love a good espresso martini. It's a good way to you know, have, have a caffeine boost to keep the night going while also getting another drink in you, and you feel good having an espresso martini. Uh, so definitely – I'm going to be having a few of those uh, at the Glebe Central Pub next time I'm there.
0: Classy. So head over there, 779 Bank Street and let them know that Locked On Senators sent you. Go check out the Glebe Central Pub. Glebe Central Pub. You're among friends at the Glebe Central Pub. All right, Pilsy, great debate there on Craig Anderson and the reasons more so the reasons why he should have his number retired. I'm not against the ring of honor as well, but man, you have to honor him. Come on, oh, that 5%, come on, come on. You have to honor the greatest goalie in Senators history. We are excited for the home opener. We got our tickets in 320. Pelzi, a little bit of a miscommunication between us and the senators. And I understand it from a business standpoint. There's no question the demand is going to be wild, but it was last year too. Some people are saying, well, guys, what'd you expect? The demand is crazy. Well, they sold out last year and we sold a thousand seats. And in that photo of, of the meetup beforehand, I was doing a quick Quick count, it was probably about 130 people. And if everyone got 20% off their tickets, like we save people quite a bit of money. And that's all we're trying to do here. I was telling you yesterday, we, we'd pay double for our own tickets if it meant hundreds of people got 20% off. I don't understand where the fuss is coming from. The only thing that is disappointing is, unfortunately, it's not going to work out for the home opener. We were told that yesterday. We have a call with the team today with yep. the sales department. And we're going to make it right. We're hopefully coming in for the whole weekend too. So Sunday game, I think that's probably where we're going to set our sights and get as many citizens. Lots, I tweeted out yesterday, where are you coming in from? And I got a lot of answers, Edmonton, Calgary, all over um, North America. So why not stay for the Sunday? Hopefully we can make something happen then. But no promises, as I've learned a, a valuable lesson there.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and, and I want I want to start this conversation off with saying ninety five percent of the responses to to what happened were positive. There's this little weird corner of Twitter that likes to think they found uh, uh, gotcha. a a little piece missing in our armor, and they think they can they can get us. Like all we're doing is trying to build the community have Sens fans come together at Sens games. Imagine that weird. Uh, and we're trying to save people money on tickets. (laughs) Like how, like where these people found uh, a spot to be like, Oh wow. So happy that the Sens podcast wasn't able to get Sens fans discounted tickets is mind boggling to me. Um, it's the way it goes. So we don't, I don't want to focus on them. They, no, we don't need to. That's that's why I want to focus on all the people that know what's going on here and know that this is what we're trying to do, this is what we're trying to build. And there's no hard feelings towards the Sens or the Zero. Sens ticket sales. The only issue is we had so many people messaging us being like I want to get tickets for the home opener, but I want to be in your section. That sounded so much fun. I want to get discounted tickets. Should I buy tickets on my own or wait for the link? And we said, hey, we just had a call with the Sends ticket agent. He said the link is going to be up early September. He said, not only are we going to do the home opener, but the day after. So don't get tickets on your own. Wait, and we'll send you the link as soon as possible, we promise. And then in a 24-hour period, that was no longer available. So we had all these people that were trusting us to get the link out and not buying their own tickets so we didn't want to leave those people hanging thinking oh i'm not going to get my own tickets i'm going to wait for the link wait for the link so we had to make sure everyone knew that that wasn't the case we weren't we were more frustrated that we didn't want to let people down and have people counting on us to have the link and then it not be there and then be like we're gonna miss out on the home opener because we were waiting for the link that's that's the gist of the story and that and that's where we we want to say we apologize that it didn't work out. We we tried to communicate as best we could and we hope that everybody still had a chance to get tickets for the home opener cuz like we said, the whole point of what we're doing here is to get Sens fans to Sens games and have a good time. That's all we want to do. We don't like I think maybe people think we get a kickback of the ticket sales or something. We don't make any money off that. We get zero dollars from that. If anything, all I do is lose my voice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we're not like this isn't us like counting pennies and, and, and being like, oh, yeah, we're getting rich off all these ticket links. No, that's so absurd to think that that's the case. So for the real citizens, we thank you for having our support because like I said, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, Ross is wearing the San Central Citizen shirt. Ninety-five percent of people were like, "We know what Locked On Sens is about. We know they're community builders. We know all they're trying to do is get Sens fans together." So for those people, we thank you and uh, we really appreciate your support.
0: And we're in section 320. So if you guys are looking to buy, in that'll be the unofficial official section. It's the best section in the. In oh, that's awesome! Up top, great time logos facing you. You're looking at the bench, and you're in the side where the sends shoot twice.
1: Uh, the side where the send score twice. Matt, correct you.
0: Ding ding ding. Well, we're actually heading to a call right now, so we might have an update by the time this even comes out. So, with that said, head over to Twitter at Send Central. You can follow the show on Instagram, Locked On Dot Senators. Please subscribe on YouTube. We've got more Ring of Honor's coming. We mentioned Tony Greco coming on next week. The uh, organizational value rankings are on deck. We are a month away. From the NHLers reporting, we are less than a month away from rookies reporting. The rookie tournament is September 14th in Buffalo. So lots to look forward to on the horizon. The home opener is soon after, October 14th, against the Philadelphia Flyers. Oh boy, the countdown continues. Pillsy, any final thoughts?
1: Yeah, we got to get going because the sends are going to call us. So I'll make this quick. Final thoughts for me. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll notice I am not in my typical Podcast studio, I have officially moved into my new house. I'm very excited about it, but as moving goes, my new podcast studio is not ready, so I literally just have my desk in the middle of my basement here, so uh, the podcast studio will be ready hopefully next week, uh, but I'm excited for it.
0: Oh, you look great, buddy. You look like you got that new house glow to you, so (laughs) absolutely love it. Congrats on the move. Great for you. Congrats
1: Congrats. on the wedding. Huge huge milestones for us here. Holy
0: just absolute class that we planned this out in the lowest time of the summer. That's how we do it. sense That's how we do it right here on your number one spot for all things Ottawa Senators. For Brandon Pillar, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the locked on Senators podcast, your team every
1: day.